What's up? Garbage Time Sports. BT is here. And of course, I am your host, Hoot Hobbs. Um, so let's talk about it, bro. Let's talk about it. You you had it pulled up. Let's talk about the NCAA football way too early poll. Yeah, this is the college football rankings. This is, was released a day ago, so I take it for what it is. It's way too early. Right, right, right. But this is the this is who's getting respect and who's getting disrespect. All right, so number one, we got Alabama Crimson Tide because, uh, of course, we do. I say, I am actually shocked. And the next one, I'll be appalled. Ohio State Buckeyes, number two. Once again, I'm just flabbergasted at that. Number three, Georgia Bulldogs. Makes sense. Just, just shocked, right? Yeah, absolutely. Number four, Utah Utes. So Utah, number four. Legitimately shocked. Okay. Legitimately <laughs> that, that shocked. One, that yeah. one does kind of yeah, jump, you, well, off, jump like, off the page I'm, at you, top five. Yeah, and you're like, oh, let's see here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah if they is get, that? Is that a typo? What is that? Utah, yeah. what is this? I don't know what this says about the Pac-12, really, if you want to know the truth. But, all right, number five, Texas A&M Aggies. Aggies getting top ten, top five respect. How is Jimbo getting top five respect, though, like? I mean, don't get me wrong. He doesn't I doesn't even have a starting quarterback. I know. That's what I'm saying. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know that they beat Alabama, but like, bro, what? I guess what I'm reading here, and I get full transparency, ESPN.com, if you want to read this list. You sure. Can, you can find it on there. But it, is, it looks like it's because they have a quarterback, two good quarterbacks coming in, Max Johnson and Connor Wayman, and there's going to be a fight over who's going to be the starting quarterback. Gotcha. So, so they, they have two talented that, quarterbacks. They, they're thinking they're going to bring, oh, captain, my captain, and, and really do some damage this yeah, year. Yeah, it just okay. depends which one of these young men step up and, and you know take leadership of that team. Yeah, sure. All right, so number six, Notre Dame. Again, my eyes can't roll <laughs> yeah. any harder. And they can't roll loud enough for people to hear it. Just, oh, my God. Gosh, Notre Dame. They when have are their we going to channel <laughs> called NBC? <laughs> it's true, though. All right, number seven, NC State. So NC State getting a little bit of love here. Number eight. I feel like NC State got a lot of love there, but okay. Yeah, that's your fright. They they really did. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, I'm not saying they're scrubs, but I mean, top ten? That's crazy. Anyway, go ahead. It's I'm sorry. Early projection. Uh, mm-hmm. Michigan State, number eight. Just slightly beating out number nine, Michigan. So it's going to be a toss up which team in Michigan's going to right. be, be the, the, the same better. thing it is every year, you mean? Yeah, pretty much. Michigan versus uh, Michigan State? Ohio, or excuse me, Oklahoma State, number 10. So the Pokies getting getting some love there. Yeah. Top 10 Pokies. Yeah. Hey, I, I, I don't know. I don't watch enough of that big, whatever they are. Big 12. Big, yeah, big, yeah 12. big 12. Are they 12 still? I think well, I mean, there's actually like four teams, but it's the yeah big four times three, so <laughs> it's that uh, Big Twelve math. Yeah, all right, number ten <laughs> or excuse me, number eleven, <laughs> Clemson Tigers. Not showing any love for the Tigers. Not, not really giving Clemson much love. I mean, I think Clemson's probably going to be a much better team than A and M. And I also think that there's someone to contend with. Like they're going to be in the conversation for uh, not not just ACC, but for the title contention. Yeah, well, I mean. They're always in the conversation, at least early in the year. Clemson is always in the conversation yeah, for a national championship because yeah. it's it's that caliber team. Yeah, so we'll see about that. Here is going to be the one that's going to uh, somewhere Colby feels this one. Number 12, USC Trojans. Yeah. They're getting a lot of love, top 25. It's because just- their coach has mastered uh, smoking brisket in a microwave, right? Well, it's actually because he's brought in 13 players transferring from Oklahoma. <laughs> from Oklahoma. <laughs> so, okay, so it's the USC Sooners. 
You know, I mean, seriously, come on. <laughs> come on. Who cares? Nobody likes either team. so <laughs> Not around here. They don't give a damn. All right, number 13, Houston Cougars. The Cougars getting some love. They did get a lot of love. But, I mean, Houston's not a scrub team either. No, though, they so. went 8-0 in the ACC. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Number 14, Boomer Sooner. It's the Oklahoma Sooners, minus everybody we just mentioned that went to Oklahoma. Okay, so... Or, excuse I, me, USC. I, I understand, but I do have to ask this. Like, you don't have a quarterback at Oklahoma, right? Uh, key addition, Dylan Gabriel, quarterback. So, okay. no. Okay, so you don't... You have a new coach... You have a new quarterback, and you're thinking top 15. First time ever head coach Brent Venables, too. Yeah. Uh, he's done a nice job reloading through transfer portal because he did get the before named Dylan Gabriel, who's a transfer from UCF. Okay. And he threw for 8,000 yards and 70 touchdowns in three seasons at UCF. So there's that's why they're hopeful about him being that's, able to step in. Yeah, that's good. And, okay. re, and with the better, you know, more talent in Oklahoma – and just everything that is the Oklahoma program. So there's hope there. Yeah. But Inventables has fixed defenses in the past, but considering the amount of people they lost, I'm not seeing this. And also yeah. they're going to be going up against Oklahoma State and OSU's not having these same issues. No. So, all right, moving on. Yeah, Number 15, ahead. Pittsburgh, the okay. Panthers. So far, you notice anybody I haven't named as we're slowly creeping down this list? Number 16, Oregon Ducks. Okay. Quack, Oregon. quack, Pac-12. Yeah. Pac-12. Uh, no, and they're actually not even good. They just have awesome uniforms. That's why everyone loves Oregon. Yeah, new head coach, too. All right. Uh, Wake Forest, Demon Deacons, number 17. Wake Forest, getting some love here, top 20. Yeah. Baylor Bears, 18. Still. Uh, I mean, that's... Uh, 12 I, I and think, 2 I last think that's year. Actually, that's actually pretty fair to put them at number 18. I They've been working good. hard. They've got they a, have, a yeah. heavy-loaded team on uh, some veterans there. So if there's anybody going to make a move in that conference, it's going to be Baylor. Uh, BYU, 19. That's strange. Top 20, BYU. Number 20, the Arkansas Razorbacks. Hey, Woo Pig Woo did pig. get top 25, barely made it into the top 20. Yeah, which, I mean, for but for an ESPN thing, that's a lot of respect to put on Arkansas because, I mean – Especially with our football what, program. What other SEC teams have we covered already that were higher on here? Alabama and Georgia? And A&M. And A&M. A&M which, was top five? What? Yeah, the A&M surprises me. I that would maybe crazy, move them man. down closer to, 20. to 15 or... Yeah. <laughs> but we got Arkansas number 20. And moving forward, 21, Ole Miss. Okay. 22, Kentucky. Okay. 23, Cincinnati Bearcats. Oh, oh, 13 and oh, 1 last year, 8 and 0 in the AAC. Yeah, and they <laughs> okay, that's uh that's surprising. That's surprising how it uh, ESPN's justifying it because they're losing start over. They're losing their quarterback. He's going to the NFL. Okay. Well, I mean, okay. I mean th that's okay. All right. I'll just leave that alone. Okay. Yeah. So that's, I guess, was really what it is. And then 24, Tennessee Volunteers. Okay. Who'd ever thought a day where you would see the Tennessee Volunteers lower than the Arkansas Razorbacks in a preseason poll? But yeah. here we are. <laughs> yeah, I'd say, well, what a crazy world this and is. And 25, wrapping it up, uh, Iowa Hawkeyes, because I guess, hell, you had to put them somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, yeah, man. So, okay. So, so Getting some love, considering what was the record last year, nine and four. Yeah, it's a solid record. There's room to build on. They sure. locked up Pittman long term. Yeah, there's a lot of pluses going here for this team. Yeah, 
even with the huge losses at receiver and on defense, you're still going to be able yeah. to fill some of that with some of the incoming freshmen yeah. and players that were backups last year. Yeah. So I'm we'll, say I'm really I'm really not concerned. I was happy to see. Um, I yeah. agree with their placement, except I don't think that Texas A&M is as good as they're saying they are because Texas A&M is no. never as good as they say they are. Even whenever they had Manziel, they weren't as good as they said that they no, were. No, I, I, I'm, I'm I, that's asinine to put Texas A&M in the top five. That what? is insanity. I wonder if it's not some sort of a marketing ploy by Jerry Jones to get people to go to that damn game. <laughs> Probably, uh, you know, the Razorbacks are going to play the Aggies. Where do they play in AT and T? You guys want to buy some tickets? Yeah, I got some tickets. It's two top twenty teams. I promise they're yeah. two top twenty. Yeah, teams. Well, number five Texas A and M versus number twenty Arkansas. I'll be like, mm, that sounds pretty one sided to pay that much for a ticket. Yeah, as well. Woo pig. Yeah, that's right. I hope uh, they house them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, Never been an Aggie fan though. So the the cool thing though is like. Um, our backup quarterback, Malik uh, Hornsby, um, he has been working out at wide receiver. So apparently the, 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 the rumor is that actually going to be moving Hornsby to replace Traylon Burks, and apparently it's working out very well. Um, you know, obviously we'll have to see what happens. We'll come, have to see what happens, day. but yeah. I will say this. Keep your eye on Sanders. I think he's going to slowly climb some some lists of, of uh, receivers to watch because yeah. he is lightning fast. Yeah. Yeah. I, he's hands down as, as fast as Joe Adams ever was. I'll yeah. say that. Yeah. Mr. I, I, like, I love football season because, like, those Facebook memories pop up, you know, and I click on them, and, like, during football season, it's always, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Joe Adams. <laughs> punt return. Yeah, that dude was just like, punt return? Okay, I'll score. Yeah. <laughs> like, everyone's like, like, oh, you mean we're going to score now? Yeah, for real. And it's like, listen, whatever you do when you kick this ball, make sure that that one there doesn't get it because he's going to run it all the way back. Yeah, they had to try to find new inventive ways to get the ball in his hands to try to see if he could do it on offense. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's like Devin Hester. Yeah. It's just like Dante Hall. It's just like yep. these X-factor players. For some reason, it's not the same it thing as translate. running a kickback. Yeah. But whatever it is, when it's returning punts and kicks, it's magic. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, we'll see how that goes come, come August or September. Uh, but – in the here and now, we'll stay in the world of college for just a minute. And speaking of college, we'll talk about College Station, Texas A&M versus the Arkansas Razorbacks. It is not in Jerry's world. It's at College Station on a baseball diamond tonight, tomorrow. And, of course, when you listen to it tonight, I guess actually afternoon. Uh, so we are starting our series with Texas A&M. The uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday stuff will kick off tonight at 7.30 p.m., uh, what do we, what do we think? I know we win the series, but, uh, I think it's going to be, I don't think we're going to sweep them. I think we're going to get a two and three win. No, historically, this is a tough matchup yeah. for the Razorbacks because, you know, just as Arkansas is developing this monster baseball program, A&M's had a monster baseball program for a while. Sure. So I see them probably squeaking away with a win in the series. Yeah. But... Like I'm like you. I don't see them a way where they're going to sweep this series. No, I, I, I think it's a that, tough uh, opponent, and you're going down to College Station, sure. and those fans do get up to play or do get up to rally yeah. for their team down there. Yeah. So. And, and I and honestly, I think that's great because you know you're going to get it in Fayetteville. So I mean, I think it's awesome that you get to go to College Station and you get to experience what but other teams experience people when actually they come to go to the water. game. Yeah, exactly. You know, because if you go to, you know, uh, let me think of a. You go to an Alabama baseball game, 
It's not going to be full. You go to LSU baseball game, well, it would have been full, but this year didn't look so great. Here's a question for you that I don't think that we've talked about in the past. College baseball. Yeah. I think that I would be more inclined to watch it if they got rid of the metal bats. See, that's what everyone says. I, I, I kind of... Uh, but there's the argument to say that without the metal bats, what do you have that separates college baseball from anything? Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's what I like is like, I like the... I like the metal backs. I, I like the uh, the kings of ting, if you will. Uh, ting. Yeah, you hear the ting, and and I like that. Um, now I I'm still all about when they get to the majors. They got to use wood bats because I mean, imagine if Mark McGuire had an aluminum bat. Jesus, Barry Bonds with a metal bat, yeah. killing people. <laughs> the ball went through him. You know, I mean, you would have to deal with that. But in college, I still think it's awesome. Rock the metal bat. Um, See, I think that they should uh, get rid of the metal bat just because you start conditioning for conditioning these players for professional yeah. career. And also, I don't like the ping. I never liked the ping in Little League. Yeah. I was the kid who, when given the option of a wooden versus a metal yeah, bat, I'd play a wooden the wooden bat. bat. Well, you can cork a wooden bat. But <laughs> I know you cheated in T ball. Yeah, from my bat that I bought from Academy Sports and Goods. Yeah, for $30. I couldn't have one of those $400 bats that people carry now. I always, I always wanted the King Griffey Jr. signature baseball bat. I always course, did as a man. kid. Now I'm old enough to afford it. I have no purpose for it. <laughs> yeah, you're like, why would I want that now? Oh, man. But, uh, you know, honestly, even in the world of MLB, college baseball, that kind of stuff right now, there's... I mean, there's a lot going on. There's games going on all the time, yeah. but it's so early in each season that you're like, I don't know, find a game and watch it. You know, I don't really... It's, it's what I've been doing. You know, I flip on TV, and then I got a Hulu subscription, yeah. and it pop up a game on there. It's like, okay, let's see who's playing today. It's the Padres and who? And yeah. then I'll sit there and zone out for, for a little bit and realize how out of touch I've become with baseball players on the field. Yeah, like, no kidding, because you're like, who the hell is that? this? And they're like, oh, this kid from this farm team down in yeah. wherever. Bro, I watched a Yankees game the other night. We're both Yankees fans, okay? Um, I'm, I'm waiting to see Giambi get on first or something. I don't know what I'm doing. Like I was like, who are these guys? Finally, Brett Garner shows up, and I was like, oh, f- thank God, someone I know. Yeah. You know, you, know, you got – Yeah, uh, we're, we're back in the day when it was, you know, Brett Gardner was a young fielder, yeah. and Melky Cabrero was yeah. still out there, and gosh, we had these farm players. Uh, Robinson Cano was still yeah. young. Yeah. Yeah, no. Our closer was Mariano Rivera, okay? Yeah, still so. out there at the age of like 50. Yeah. It's still just – Striking them out. He man. played so long that he was grandfathered in with the number forty-two. Think about that, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, for real. That's so true, though. He was like the last dude to wear forty-two because they're like, we retired the number, but you know, yeah, on Jackie, Mariano already on had Jackie it. Robinson Day. Yeah, he was just wearing his jersey. <laughs> Everyone's wearing forty-two. Mariano's like, yeah, but this is my number. This is my number tomorrow night, too. Which, in his defense, or however you want to say it, he did wear number 42 because of Jackie Robinson. Yeah, absolutely. But but it's kind of funny that he they took that number, they retired the number where nobody could wear 42, except Mariano. Yeah, exactly. You already got it. People are like, well, what about him? It's like, that's Mariano Rivera. 
He can wear what he wants. I think he was so humble, too, and the way the story goes, he offered to change his number, and then they said, no, it's okay, because... That's cool, man. Yeah, so... I he, say, but it's Mariano Rivera. Of course he's you know, cool. I mean, that why? awesome. He was so humble, so calm, so quiet. This, this little five-foot-eight guy just kind of trots out to the mound and was unhittable for 20-plus years. <laughs> I'm telling you. Everyone's like, oh, except yeah, we'll for, smoke this fool. Except for that one series against Boston in 03. <laughs> for that some did. reason, he became hittable. Then the next year he was unhittable. Yeah, I was like, well, that's because Mariano Rivera didn't play in 2003. It's like, yes, he did. Shh, shh, shh. No, he didn't. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I guess we'll kind of slide off of, uh, off of that and, and get down to some real business, okay? The real subject of the day, the things, you know, been been a, a talking point for us for a couple of days now. We finally get to share with our audience. That's right. And that's the Chicago Bulls versus Milwaukee Bucks, okay? Yeah. Uh, as of right now, of course, by the time you hear this, uh, another, game, the, will have another game will have lapsed tonight. But uh, right now we're one and one. Um, the Bucks take game one in, uh, you know, we really didn't lose. A hard-fought game. A hard-fought game. And we didn't lose by, what, seven points? Yeah, no, and that's, and we could not. Our field goal percentage was atrocious. Yes, Demar was struggling. The team of percentage as a whole was like it's less terrible. than twenty two percent overall. Like as far as shooting goes, it was Zach looked night. like crap. Demar looked like crap. Vooch looked like crap. You know, so whenever you have that, you can't win, and you still play the defending champs. Yeah, and Giannis got close. his. Giannis got his, too. Oh, yeah. It wasn't like Giannis, but I will say this. Fast forward to game two. DeMar got his. Fooch in got the his. Yeah, and DeMar got his in the face of Giannis Antetokounmpo. I mean, he just was like Giannis could not shut DeMar DeRozan down. And that was so fun to watch. Yeah. And not to mention, it's talking about things that are fun to watch, all right? Like you were saying, Vooch got his. Vooch was hitting threes. I think Vooch was working. If if Vooch doesn't have 20 plus, uh, yeah, it's uh, hard, man. 15 rebounds, then you don't win. Yeah. Zach was doing good. But let's talk about about a floor general, a coach out on the hardwood. Let's talk about the bald mamba. Golly, man, Alex Caruso had 426 rebounds, 33 assists, no. and, <laughs> and 1,623 steals. It, it, it correct. was incredible. All this is incorrect. <laughs> it was. Although I will say that I think one of the steals that he did get, they didn't credit to him in the stats, but if you rewatch the game, I'm pretty sure he had a couple steals. Yeah, he had. So, yeah, yeah. he was. The point I'm getting at is Alex Caruso, even though he, I think his points, he had, I think he had nine points in the game. So, like, his point, everyone's like, well, he only had nine points. Yeah, but his Bro. efficiency was off the chart. Yeah, say he missed one shot. And not to mention, like, these dimes he's dropping everywhere, these steals he's getting, these rebounds. He's directing players on how to switch on the God on defense. Lee, man. You, and then it shows him in the huddle. And, like, Billy Donovan's just like, here, Alex, you tell him. You know, and he's like, okay, you're doing this. you got to be doing it. was just a beautiful thing to watch. Yeah, he's got a career in coaching for sure, no doubt. Yeah, we, we know that Alex Caruso will be probably another Steve Kerr. Yeah, you where, know, he where probably you, you have a good take career. right to it. Yeah, you have yourself a nice, a good career, 
And then you're gonna be like, oh, okay, well, I'm gonna start coaching this team now, and they're gonna go, okay, yeah, great. Because there's something to say about after Demar dropped his 41 points, and in the interview after post game interview, he said, you know, mentioned it's the Mamba mentality. Yeah. And you have something that you've coined the bald Mamba mentality, which is going out there and being a floor general. Yeah. It's going out there and giving your all, regardless yeah. of what you got. You know that you're not the biggest player. You're yeah. not the fastest player. That's right. You're not gonna even probably get 20 points in this game because it's just not going to happen. However, you can leave an impact by your effort yeah. and directing the others around you so that they follow your the way that you're leading by example. Yeah, that's right. Play and, smart basketball. That Exactly. That's it right there. Like It's just like... Eliminate oh, dumb mistakes. Eliminate turnovers. That was another yeah. key is they eliminated a lot of turnovers oh, yeah, and Milwaukee game, was making turnovers. So you've got game three coming up tonight, game four on Sunday, both in Chicago at the United Center. How do you see – we're one and one now, so let's say we're starting the series, okay? Next two games, how's it, how's it play out? I still see the Bucks as re, you know rallying from this and coming through with a victory mm-hmm. in the series. I think that the Bulls may be able to come back and get another win, mm-hmm. but I don't see them getting much beyond that because I don't I – don't, Middleton is the X factor now, considering that he yep. they have said that he is out for the rest of this series, at least against the Bulls. He's yep. not going to participate or play again. That opens up and leaves a vulnerability for them because he was just devastating on the wing. Yeah. So I hesitate to say what I was saying before, where they won the game that they won, then they get swept the rest of the way. Yeah. However, I don't see the Bulls having enough in them, considering how they've played defense. Yeah. They've had games like this where they've got up for a game. Can they match that same intensity? Can they have that same uh, shooting night where the buckets are falling rather yeah. than rimming out like they have been? Right. So if there's a lot of factors here. And also Giannis is going to come back angrier than ever. And even yeah. at their best, they weren't only containing him. They weren't stopping yeah. him. Yeah, well, that's the thing is it, I think that Whenever you're going up against Milwaukee, that that really is the best you can hope for is to contain Giannis, is to is to uh, manage his numbers. You know what I'm saying? Because you cannot stop him from putting numbers on the on, on the sheet, whether it be rebounding, scoring, uh, you know, whatever. Giannis is, yeah, Giannis gonna, is the Greek his. freak for a reason. This dude is incredible. I saw uh, him decide, like in his eyes, I want to score a basket. He got the ball and he and, just lifted it up and. Dunked it in. Nobody yeah. was nobody was going to jump higher than. Yeah. Him. What are you going to do? Stop me? The, you know that's that's kind of the it's, Giannis. Thing. It's that decision making of okay, they've stopped. They can't stop me. Can't stop me. Now they think they can stop me. I'm going to pass it. Yeah. And then that next guy making that shot. Yeah. Now Bobby Portis has been making those shots when deferred the ball. Bobby Grayson punk ass bitch Allen has yeah. been making the shots when they've been going that direction. Hey folks, did you know Grayson Allen's a punk? Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, so you have these guys that are coming in here. Drew Holiday had an off night. That's yeah. the thing is if Drew yeah. Holiday – Without Chris Middleton and if Drew Holiday has another off night, I here's, here's my mentality on it. Giannis – and see, there's a lot of things that have to fall into place for this to work, right? But let's say, let's say that the Bulls we saw in game two are the Bulls we're going to see for the rest of this series. Okay. Okay. Let, let's just use that as let's, the control here. 
in this particular experiment. Well, in their defense, they have done it two games in a row. So yes, yeah. minus the shots not falling in game one. Right. They have given us they the have same given effort the for two games. Intense, a and very intense and, gameplay. And they're headed home, which is huge because yeah, the is. United Center is going to be rocking. And that place is... I wouldn't want to be an opposing team in the United Center, not because of like anything Hostilities. like not not like throw batteries like Philly fans. <laughs> We're not going to sit here and say that Philly fans are terrible no matter what sport, but maybe I am. Anyway, uh, but no, I mean like, but because of the atmosphere, it's electric there, and like when you're on the opposing side of that, lack of a better way of putting that electricity. I mean, you know, you've been on the opposing end of electricity before. That ain't fun. <laughs> no, it's uh, it gets in your head. Yeah, it, it can get it can get to you because there's everybody in that arena is not a fan of you. Yeah, and while that's typical, anybody that goes out and plays on any given night, the other in the opposing arena, they're not going to be a fan. However, there's something to say about the electricity of an arena with a crowd. And that magic, especially when the ball starts going, momentum starts going yeah. in the opposite direction. It's just like Bud Walton Arena, man. That's crazy. It's rocking. It's loud. You can't hear yourself. You're not feeling the hype. You're feeling the anxiety. And yeah. then in the just timeout. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only, like, I have one option, time. Timeout from the game. Yeah. Uh, but. Uh, so I'm excited about it. So anyway, for this control, or for this experiment, we'll use this control. Is that the Bulls we've seen for game one and two, but specifically game two because shots were falling. That's the Bulls team we're going to see the rest of the series, okay? If Drew Holiday has an off night without, because you don't have Chris Middleton. So if Drew Holiday has an off night, I don't think Giannis can beat us by himself. You know what I'm saying? Even with, even with the help of Bobby. I, you know, I well, just they they can't hang with that. It's like the problem I, I, is I, Drew Holiday doesn't have a lot of off nights. Yeah, exactly. He's had a couple of bad nights, and there's something to be said. It's the same issue we run into with Demar yeah. being the king of the mid range. It's still only worth two points. I know, I know, and I agree with that because you're like, man, you'll sit there and watch Demar get his points, right? And you're like, dang, man. And then you're like, but we're not catching up because we don't have anyone that's hitting threes. If Vooch is, I mean, how bad is it that I feel like Vooch might be our three point shooter? Well, you know what I mean. On game one, Vooch went two for ten from right. three point line, Where, or which two is not, for seventeen or something even more ridiculous. Yeah, it was very very it, low it shoot, I and saying, he kept jacking them up, but he was missing them. Right. Uh, the last game, he had more efficiency from the three-point line. They were, shots were falling. So if the shot's falling for Vooch and it opens up the whole game because you have to guard that perimeter with the post player, yeah. and Giannis can't just push fools out of the way and, and have his run with the ball. So there's, there's factors here, and I think in my humble opinion, it all comes through Vooch. If Vooch has a bad game, we're screwed. Yeah. If Vooch plays well, we're in it, and then it depends on if DeMar's having an off night and Zach's having an off night. If none of these guys are having an off night, Milwaukee can suck it. There's nothing yeah, they can do. If everyone's on, then there, I don't know because that there's a team. I, I don't know if CP3 and the Suns can hang with I, the Bulls I if will, everyone's on. I will, yeah, I will say this. DeMar at his best, Zach at his best, uh, full strength. You got Ball and, and Caruso yeah. and Patrick Williams and yeah. everyone playing at their top tier, Vooch. There's nobody in the league that can play better than them. They can play on the same level as them, but there's no one that can play better than them as a team. 
It's just right now we don't have full strength because yeah. they are down. And whether you whether it makes sense or not, you are down one player, but he is yeah. such an important player. Well, Zoe is because uh, Zoe is our three point shooter. I mean, that's just the truth. And, Zoe is our is our three point, and yeah. he's that point guard on the court yeah. that Alex Caruso can't be because Alex can't be in the game all game long. Yeah, exactly. So whenever you you know need to give someone a rest. Those two complement each other so well, and yep. they can they can mimic each other. It almost seems like with the way they run the floor. Yeah, and there's the razzle dazzle that you get with Lonzo as well. Yeah, that's he's true. He's got a magic handle with the ball. So. Yeah, that's true. Where where uh, Cruz is a little more fundamental. fundamental <laughs> you know, he plays white guy basketball. I'm just I'll tell you what it is. I mean, it's like, well, I mean, it's good. It's not. It's kind of boring, but it's good. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Caruso. I'm, I'm still a huge fan. Uh, like he listens anyway. It'll be funny. He's like, so I was checking out the Hoot Hop show. And I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. But so I was watching another game last night. I watched the Golden State Warriors last night. Okay. And uh, they beat um, Denver, I believe. Let me look that up real quick before I say they beat them because I fell asleep. Yeah. Oh, barely. Barely, but they did win. They they beat Denver by five, which is about I was in the I was at the end of the game whenever I passed out. What was the final stat line? Okay, the final stat line, okay, the final score 118, 113 Golden State. And let me pull up. Did Jokic see his his points and his rebounds? Because I would assume he would. Draymond had a couple moves on him. I did see in the highlight package. Draymond actually looked Draymond looked good. Draymond looked good last night. Um I think he comes to play. He comes to life in uh playoff time. Yeah. Oh man, dude, I don't know what I'm doing with my computer right now. Okay, there we go. My goodness. Uh, okay, let's see here. You want to know about Jokies? Uh I just want to know who is the, the hot scores for both teams. How many points did Poole have? How many points did Curry have? That's I guess we're okay. Really so to. here we go. Curry and Poole. Curry and Poole both had 27 points, uh, and then Clay Thompson had 26. Uh, the next closest is Gary Payton. Uh, we. The second, yeah. uh, with eleven points. Like, could you imagine Gary Payton out there? Uh, what is it? What are the? Uh, what was the movie? Uncle Drew. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so let me look at the Nuggets. Uh, Aaron Gordon with uh, eighteen points, four assists, twelve rebounds. That's pretty solid. That's a solid line. game. But I'll tell but, you what, he didn't look nearly as good as his stat line. No, and also if uh, Jokic's not get dropping 50 points on you, no. with that type of a stat line, you're not going to win that game. Yeah, so uh, Joker ended up with 18 rebounds, 5 assists, 37 points. Okay, so, so he, he still got his Yeah, MVP he got numbers. his. Um, yeah, nobody else was even close. The next closest was Will Barton with 13 points. But you're going to have to try to outshoot the Splash Brothers and little brother Jordan Poole, so yeah. I, but seriously, whenever you've got Jordan Poole putting up the numbers, he is. I think you got Clay Thompson and and uh, Steph Curry doing the same thing. I mean, how do you? I mean, how do you? How do you do it? How do you keep up with it? That, you got Draymond Green putting yeah. a, or Andre Jump. Draymond Green doesn't play for him anymore. Well, yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Yeah, Dray, but, Draymond's but, still. But in. Andre Drummond, and, uh, you know, he's putting. A, let's see here. I'm. I got that mixed up. Excuse me, Draymond Green. Draymond Green, not not Andre Drummond. Yeah, Andre Drummond, I think, is a Laker. Right? Yeah, he went to the Lakers. That was my bad. Anyway, sorry, Draymond Green. You know, he only he had ten assists, had five rebounds, but he only had six points. Yeah, but he, but he plays this impact, and he's a pest. There's yeah. that too. Um, I think I still think the Golden State's going to pull this one out, and it should be interesting down the run. But I, what what is what about being 
a player the skill level and stature of Steph Curry being the MVP of the All-Star game and coming off the bench in a playoff game because you're deferring to your teammate. Yeah, that what what does that say about you as a leader? You know what I'm saying? To me it says a lot about your character and why you're in this business. You know what I'm saying? Because like Steph is still a uh, young man. Yeah, Steph's still a young man. Still younger than both of us, I believe. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I think he so. Is, yeah. Uh, he's he's, he's like uh, 30, 31. He's 31. Like he's 2 yeah. years younger than I am. Uh and you know that's that's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm 33. I'm a young man. Steph's even, is yeah, but, but in Steph's NBA, league, NBA you know? terms, you'd be looking towards the middle of your end of your career. Yeah, but. looking towards like just you know o- yeah. over the hill. If yeah, you will. just you would be past your prime possibly if yeah. you were a professional athlete. We're trying to hang on to your twilight years till you could retire. Yeah, but where Steph, you know, Steph is still in his prime right now. Yeah, still and, killing it. And I just love how they, you know, apparently the, it, this is all rumored, but apparently the conversation went, you know, hey, all right, Steph will. We'll work you back into starting lineup, and he's like, "Nah, uh, Jordan's going off. You know, let, let let him do it. I'll come off the bench." Because I, but what does that say about his confidence? He's like, well, "I don't care if I start. Put me. I, I'll go in off the bench. I'll still get mine. I'm Steph yeah, he, Curry. He knows who he is. Yeah. But the humility it takes to say to, I'll sit it out to say that you while I'm a captain. Yeah, I." This young man's got the start. He's he's gonna he's our best option yeah. to win right now. Put yeah. him in. And I think that, that I, I think that says a lot about Steph Curry. Because many, Steph Curry especially is, in the NBA, how many people are gonna do that? Exactly. Well, how many people are gonna do that? How many people are gonna do that who are, like you said, the captain of the team? The franchise player. You know, when people think Golden State Warriors, they think Steph Curry or they think Clay Thompson. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, that's just what it is. And for him to be like, no, 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 let let this youngster get out and get his. He's he's hot, man. You got to let him. You, you cannot hey, let him cool down. Uh, let, let me say this. Okay, we're talking Brooklyn Nets here. Kevin Durant is struggling right now. He's Bro. he's struggling. Ben Simmons is about to step in and play. Now we both know this isn't going to happen because it's Ben Simmons. Right. Let's say Ben Simmons steps in here. They don't need him running the point. They need him playing power forward. Nope. And he's got a hot touch going. Okay. You think Kevin Durant is going to let nope. him? <laughs> nope. He's going to be like, put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. Yeah. And they're going to say, no, Kevin. No. And he's like, I'm and even, Kevin even Durant. If, and even then if say, Ben right, Simmons fine, had go. put together like six straight games of 50 points, yeah. he's still not starting that game. Nope. No. Nope. No. Nope. Because nope. ego stepping, setting egos aside, I don't see Durant being a level be able to do that. No. Now, comparing Jordan Poole to Ben Simmons, apologies to Jordan Yeah, for Jordan, that's not what we meant, okay? <laughs> uh, because Ben Simmons is a scrub. Until Ben proves otherwise, I'm on the same boat as you. Yeah, he's a scrub, man. I mean, don't I, get me wrong. I understand that whenever he first came into the league, he made a big splash, and he was something to be talked about in Philly. But And then he was like, oh, yeah, I'm a super awesome basketball player. I just won't try play. to get any better. You know, and it's like, okay, well, if you don't try to get better, you're inevitably going to get worse because guess what? Every person around you is still trying to get better. You want an example of it? I mean, you know who didn't have immediate superstar acclaim, who didn't immediately jump out at you like this guy's going to set the world on fire with his ability? Yeah. The Greek freak, Giannis. Yeah. Uh, I don't even want to butcher his last name. Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo. Yes. But uh, 
he, whenever he came out through the draft, he wasn't a good three-point shooter. He was had a wild shooting mechanism, that mechanic that still didn't... Super skinny. It was awful. He didn't have any meat on him. Yep. He couldn't post up against the bigger players. So He, he, he had the height, but no... Yeah, like, the he skill, had the height and no well, ass. He had the raw <laughs> skill, and he had the height, but he had no body or yep. nothing else to it. And now, in the game against the Chicago Bulls, he just passed... Lou Alcindor, yeah. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar yeah. for the all-time scoring leader in playoff points. Yep. So that in itself should say something. And he's, what, eight, year eight, I think, is what this is. So yeah, come on, Ben Simmons. Step <laughs> yes. your game up, buddy. Step it up. Step it up. Because it's time for you to develop a shot and prove those people that have faith in you right. Because I am not I'm on the same boat as uh, Hoot here. I don't think offensively you have the talent to, to be a viable threat. Defensively, though... There's there's so much talent there. Yeah, uh, I, I'll agree with that. I'll definitely agree with that. Two K has his numbers way too high though. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, he pisses me off. Yeah, because he he can make. Of course, it. they do with Zion and the Pelicans as well. Like Zion and the Pelicans in simulation win the championship. <laughs> I have simulated three seasons. They've won the championship what? two out of three. You're like what? And then they Zion's win. all they have. Yeah, and it's like in Zion, they have him playing. That's the difference on yeah. the sim is he's playing. <laughs> but but reality says that Zion hasn't played in the pros yet. Set like seventy two games, I think is what it is. Yeah, over but the course of what four seasons? Now? Three seasons. Three seasons. Three seasons. But. And I still, I'm not like you. I think Zion Williams is everything he's hyped up to be. No, I, I don't I'm on think board he, with that. I don't think he wants to play for new, the Pelicans. I, I, I think, think that's, that's what a, it is. Well, I would say, no, no, no. I, that was Colby. I'd say, I'm oh, on board. Yeah. I think Zion is as special as they say he is, but I, I don't agree with what he's doing because I agree no, with you right there, I, too. Yeah. I think it's like, well, I don't want to play for the Pelicans, so I'm just not going to play. I'm like, what do you think? Like, like Chicago's looking at Zion right now being like, oh, man, well, let's try to get him. Well, well, now, okay. We need a power forward, dude. <laughs> we have Javante Green and Patrick Williams. While he's a development, he's like a small forward, power forward. So let me <laughs> let me go ahead and give you this though. Do I want the talent that is Zion on Chicago? Yes. But, you want the but, baggage, but but what if he doesn't want to play for Chicago? So what's he going to do? Just not play? It's true that you that's you want players that want to play for your franchise that respect it and that aren't just coming for the money. Yeah, well and and another thing is like I want to mess up team chemistry. I just want to I just want a player who wants the opportunity to play. You know what I'm saying? Cuz like I don't want to play for this team. Man, if like if any pro team calls me tomorrow, I'm like, "Bro, I am the, at the 76ers call me tomorrow." If the Pistons call me tomorrow and say, "Hey, you want to come play yeah. ball for us? I'm like, I'm on the way. Well, I, I will I, be out of the league in three minutes. Let me but. let me say this. I did watch an episode of NBA Rookies, which I guess was that show that ESPN had when Zion was a rookie that year. Yeah. Lonzo Ball bought him a brand new, I think like PlayStation 4 or something or whatever it was, or maybe even a 5 at that time. But he bought him brand yeah. new. But he bought it for the entire team. He bought everybody one for Christmas. Maybe he joins the Bulls. At least he pays that back. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Lonzo's like, come on, PS5. Like, Lonzo, you can go buy your own PS5. He's but, like, but I bought him one. No, it was awesome, though, because it was custom. Like, they were, he got everybody on the team a custom game system. That's pretty cool. Like, with their initials, colors, every, it was That's it was, pretty awesome. it was really nice. Yeah. Like, it's a sweet gesture. Lonzo's for, a pretty classy dude, it seems like. Yeah. LaMelo, not so much. LaMelo just, but, but LaMelo acts his age. And LaMelo is so young. That's what I'm saying. He and, just acts his yeah, age. Yeah, and he also, LaMelo also knows that he is something special. 
special. Some, yeah, he's something special in that team, that family, all. Yeah, he really is. Yeah, he so. really is. LaMelo Ball, uh, that, I love Lonzo because he's a bull, and I even liked him when he was a Laker, but... Uh, I, you know, I love Lonzo, but Lamelo, man, there's there's something about that kid. He's special, man. Well, as and, soon as they called his number on draft day, and then whenever I saw him suit up for the Hornets, first one, first time, I'm like, oh wow, he looks like Lonzo Ball, but like younger. Yeah. And then I watched him play. It's like, oh no, no, no. no. This yeah. this guy right here is superstar. Yeah. So I hope he gets. Like, but that's the thing. I think Lonzo's superstar. I think LaMelo is even higher. I mean, this like LaMelo Ball is a very impressive ball player. And it's just because of like he has the handles. Yeah. He's got the shot. He's got the IQ. He's got the vision. He's got He's got the everything. Yeah, dope shoes. Yeah, yeah. The and best, don't forget about them the, shoes. Those shoe man. games on point every uh, for night. Real, golly, I love his shoes. Man. Right, me too. I'm like every time I watch it, it's like, all right, all right, all right, all right. I watch him play, but yeah, it's like let me oh, paint the shoes, dude. They're orange tonight. And dope. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So there, there's that. But uh, getting back to it, it's like I think that the Bulls could use the talent that is Zion. But once again, what if if Zion doesn't want to play for Chicago? So what's he going to do? Just show up and then be like, oh, never mind, I don't want to play. That uh, lack of a better way of putting it, you know that that kind of diva mentality there. If I don't get what I want, then nobody does. I I don't really get down with that myself. I don't like that, but. You know, once again, that's my opinion on the subject. Miami uh, leads Atlanta 2-0. Oh, I forgot about the Hawks. Uh, Philly leads the Raptors 3-0. So Philly's going to win that series probably. Yeah. Uh, the Milwaukee-Chicago series has been interesting. It's dicey. It, it is. Uh, Boston's been killing the Nets, and Boston is scary right now. Yeah. Boston, I'm telling you, Bulls don't want that Boston smoke. <laughs> but they did beat the, Bull, the, the Celtics one time this season. They so. did, which is more than they've beat. Anybody else. Yeah, anybody else. So. So, and on the other side, you got Phoenix and the Pelicans, which tied at 1-1. Right. Didn't see that happening. but I didn't either, but I, I you know, come on. The the Suns take that one. Dallas, Utah. Dallas leads 2-1. Two, two to one. Yeah, Dallas ends up clinching that one. Uh, Golden State, Denver. 3-0 Golden State. Yeah, that's over with already. I think in the next game, And Memphis and Minnesota, 2-1 lead Memphis. I don't see John Morant letting them lose to... No, not to not to Cat and, uh, what, Pat Bev? Yeah, I Pat mean, Beverly. No. You know, I, there's a part of me that has that pro-hog thing, like, come on, Minnesota, and then I'm like, yeah, but, I mean, have you watched John Morant this year? I want that kid to win. Right, God, he's incredible. Man, he's, we have such an incredible star, stars on each and every one of those yeah, teams. It's a, so the league is, is in good hands right now. It, it really, really is, is, man, and it's, and it's very interesting. Like, it's gotten back to where, like, you know, there for a while you kind of had the – just try to get your numbers. So you had run down and shoot, and nobody tries to rebound. They just yeah. run down and shoot, and that got boring. And, but, and I don't want to talk his name in the mud. Like I'm not trying to denigrate him at all. But like the Jr. Smiths, yeah. Like he'll have a great season. He'll re- average a stat line of 25 points a game. Yeah. And he'll be a great three point shooter for you. But is that is he a great shooter to the level of a bird magic? Or is he just a, I guess, getting reaping the benefits of the system and the league that he's playing in now? Reaping the benefits. Exactly. I mean, I mean, or the yeah. league he's playing in then, because, yeah, even now he's yeah. on the verge of retirement. So right. I'm just, just a point of exam- just example. Yeah. You know. but, uh, but no, okay, so, so let's see here. We got 
Philly, Toronto, right? Yeah. And okay, I think the Sixers take that. Yeah, no doubt. I don't. Um, Hawks are playing the Heat. The Heat. So it'll be the Heat versus uh, the Sixers. Yeah, I would say you, you, Tyler's going to end up taking that one. You know, I mean, my home bay, homeboy Tyler, he played ball in South Beach. Anyway. Uh, okay, so yeah, you'll have the Heat versus the Sixers, then you'll have Celtics and the Bulls. And the Bulls. And if the Bulls squeak past that, they have to take on the winner of that. So it's a tough road. It's a tough road to the finals, baby. And I like okay, I'm gonna be real real with everybody here because everyone knows that we're Bulls fans and that that's that's who we want to see be champions. Uh, I think if if the Bulls carry their momentum to get past Milwaukee, I think they fall to Boston. I just, I just, yeah. Don't. If they have enough in them to get past Milwaukee, they don't have enough to get past Boston. No, or, because and and if somehow, some way, after getting past Milwaukee and Boston, you got to go up against Miami, is that you're done? You like, you just can't take that much abuse whenever you're not the stronger. Uh, you know, like I said, every underdog can can win any given night, right? But yeah. to continue it for that long, there's no way. Like I just don't think the Bulls are there yet. I think it's going to be a. I think that they're really in serious contention for next year. Oh, next year they're and all biases aside, they got to be a favorite to at least represent. Yeah, the with Eastern with Conference. the return of Lonzo and losing, yeah, nobody of any I, kind of importance. It will hinge on re-signing Zach. Zach, but Zach I don't Levine. see them letting Zach go. They'll max him out to keep him. Uh, Vooch is coming up on contract as well. That could be a sign and trade, maybe if they want to use him. Because there's been talks of trading, but you have to have equal value because you need. Yeah, I mean, so you have to. He have is so someone. vital to yeah. the success of this team. But okay. I, I'm going to lean towards deferring to AK and that leadership that the general manager office has been doing. because yeah. they have built this team up from bare bones. They yeah. literally kept Kobe White, Zach Levine. And gosh, I'm oh Patrick Williams. Yeah, Those are Patrick. the only three players that they've yeah. kept. Everyone. Everybody else been cut, gone, released, yeah. or move on. Right. So they're they're building bare bones here. Yeah, and I, I think that next year they're in serious conversations for for a title. I but, agree. Uh, I think you, you at least to, for a conference title. But I think you're maybe one superstar big man away, or like whether it be a power forward or a, a center. And I think you're also get better role players because I don't think Troy Brown Jr. or Matt Thomas or, Derek or Tony Jr. Tony Bradley or Derek Jones Jr. or even yep. TT Tristan Thompson. Yeah. yeah, I don't think they're getting it done. Nope, they're not. And, and especially they're, with Tristan Thompson, that's upsetting because like we brought him on to to be the uh, uh, the, the the Rodman, you, you know, the the guy who's going to get all these rebounds and, and shake things up on the court. And it just like never materialized. He, he says all the right things in the interviews, but yeah. he doesn't show it on the. To, to steal a phrase from uh, Michael Jordan, whenever uh, Kwame Brown was on the court, and he always said Kwame Brown was soft. I agree, man. I do. Um, I don't know. I, 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 let's talk about this real quick. This is just hypothetical, okay? This is what well, this is more of just your opinion on things. Um, talking about some of these big-time franchise players, right, and trades and this kind of stuff, do you think there's any way at all Luca ever leaves Dallas? No. Me neither. I don't think, I don't think the franchise will allow Unless it. Mark Cuban sells that franchise. Yeah, he'll always give Luca whatever it needs it's to say. the stay. same thing with Dirk Nowitzki. He was yeah. never going to let Dirk go. After he lost Steve Nash, yeah. he's guaranteed he's never letting it happen again. No, well, and because it was his fault. Because in hindsight, yeah, he should have given Steve Nash the money and <laughs> Dirk the money and had them both all of those years. Yeah, and instead they, he, he just didn't. And I, I, Okay, I agree with that. 
Uh, I don't think that that Mark Cuban ever allows. Uh, you know, I don't mean that it's like, ah, I got him. But, uh, but you know, monetarily speaking, I think he's like, no, 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 what do you want? What do you want? Just tell me what you want, and I'll yeah. give it to you. Yeah, and Dallas uh, has a beautiful city to live in, especially if you have money. Yeah, yeah well, I, I feel like uh, Dallas is a beautiful city to live in only if you have money. True. Because <laughs> if you don't have money, shit ain't happy on the other side of the yeah, street. It's true, it's true. You live in the poor sides of Dallas. Yeah. But Dallas itself is beautiful. It is, it is. And there's, you know, tons to do. So if you're a, a millionaire superstar, I think Dallas would be a really fun place to live. Especially if you're a football player and uh, you <laughs> like stars. Yeah, you know, there's, uh, there's that. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's, <laughs> let's wrap this up. All right. Well, I tell you what, I'm, I'm done if you're done. All right. Hey, thank you guys for tuning in for the Sports Talk Show. Garbage time sports as we call it here. Uh, we love you guys. Appreciate you guys. You guys have anything you want us to talk about as far as uh, things we missed, all this kind of stuff? Talk a little smack on our team. Whatever. Let us know. Send us an email. Blah blah blah. Love you guys. We bid you good day. Bye. Bye.